Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast, proudly supported by Sideline Sports Grill at Erina. This week, we wallow in sadness, reflect on how we got to this point, and sigh quite often about our prospects for the rest of the season. I'm Jimmy, and I'm joined by Luke, Josh, and Morrow. How are you guys? Hello. Evening. <sighs> Hello. I'm not going to lie, this is hard to get up for. I think my volume's down. Likewise. I, um... It's not going to get any better. No. Nah. Oh, you shut up. I actually had a nap before this, and I didn't really want to come. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can you blame uh, me? No. It was not easy. It was not a fun weekend. It hurt. Right. Walkout song. This I, want, I want Josh to get this one. This is about Aaron Zero. At last, my love has come along. Well, I know this song. That's a plus. My lonely days are over. Josh. And life is like a Luke. song. Mara, it's up to you again, mate. I've heard it before, but I don't know the song or the artist, and I can't think of anything that relates to loving something right now. Well, the, the name of the song is the first two words that she said. No, I don't Nothing? know. Nothing? No. Got me. It's At Last. By whom? Etta James. Oh. That's a good That's a good connection. I don't enjoy it. Way to make me more depressed. It's I'm not even going to say it. I can't even bring the words out. Why would I play this for? None of your business. I don't know. Can't think of it and don't any of you guys mm. think of it either. Because we're back where we finished. Mm. <laughs> At least we're not double the points behind. That well, is true. That is what we have to. Th- that's what all we've got. Mm. It's a small silver lining, but it has to be a silver lining in some way because there's not much else to. Well, um, be positive about. We are better. I know that some will say that tenth is still tenth. Yeah, and I'm leaning more towards those people, I think. Mm. But we are better. I'm leaning to I'm sticking with that. Yeah, on the pitch we are definitely. I'd um, rather watch us now. But just the reality is it's <laughs> 2017 and we're still last. <laughs> is this song going to end soon? Yeah. <laughs> the other one I was going to play is um Last Kiss. Hmm. Not the Pearl Jam version. The original version. I have nothing. But sadness. That's it. Thanks to Sidelines. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Sidelines, um, poor old Troy. He had to run for his life. Troy, we love Troy. He he owns Sidelines. He was in uh, Las Vegas. When um, he's in the Bellagio, 
and someone opened fire with a machine gun. Yeah, it's not fun. Hopefully Troy's mm. all good. There were two incidents within like a couple of hours of each other. The first one was in the Bellagio and the second one was out in the street. And um, no one was killed in the first one, but killed in the second one. So it's, I'm glad to hear Troy's safe. So anyway. What is with guns? Let's not We've even had this discussion, there, Mo. Let's not do this again. Well, over here, at least all we've got is that we can, you know, throw inflatables at each other. <laughs> <laughs> but Fred's question. What are the priorities for the last three games apart from winning? Mm. Winning. Not losing and not drawing? Mm, that's most important. Um... See, even if we say, you know, finish ahead of the Jets or not get the spoon, that is still coming back down to the basics, winning. Yeah. Yeah. True. I think we... we Yeah, but are we really going to win either Raw or Victory away? It's very unlikely. Seems pretty unlikely. Not based on the second half from Saturday. Well, okay, there's a silver lining with Victory. They're not going to get first. They're pretty much so the, second. The best so we can hope for is they play like a third string side last round. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Exactly right. Even the third string side might beat us. <laughs> it is fair to say that I think victory are affected more than other teams by a lack of depth. So it uh, it didn't hurt Wellington at all to be missing uh, some of their players, but it certainly hurt the victory. That's true. Mm. And they, uh, they were pretty flat on Saturday night. They were. And uh, they looked a bit frustrated as well. And uh, hopefully they could be like that and... The not, I'm not sure if it would be enough. The issue is with the top six pretty much wrapped up, um, those top six teams could all do that. Yeah, which could, you For know. the last couple of rounds or probably the last two rounds more realistically, they could play second string teams, which then we're still back to square one. We're still in the same boat. So they might play like City did. Is that what you mean? Yeah, probably. Hmm. I think... Can we give a big shout-out to our... To our favourite people up the road, so no finals again for seven years. Oh yeah, that's good. So like that's that, another. At least we've got line. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that brings up another point. Now it's all mathematically not possible. Last week it went from being mathematically possible to being really not possible in one week, and that wasn't enjoyable in the slightest. But based on the second half performance on the weekend, if we put in any more of that for the last three games, then we're getting the spoon. Just seemed to be a lack of intensity, really, and that hurt. Mm. Cause, and, and to be honest, some people pointed it out, but there was probably a bit of a lack of intensity in the second half once they shocked us a bit in the stands as well, wasn't there? There certainly was up where I sat. Well, I bet we yeah. get to that when we, we do the reviews, eh? Well, I don't know about you blokes. I only know about the old biddies like me sitting up in Bay 40. Sorry, Bay 40 Oats. <laughs> right, so the first game, uh, Wanderers at home against Melbourne City. Wanderers winning that 3-1. Hmm. Melbourne City. <laughs> this is your favourite, Aaron. Uh, angry Kilkenny scores it's, a goal that was closer to it was closer to the corner post than it was to the goals, and it's deflected in by some clown. It's the story of the season <laughs> for um, for City. It's just they're good, they're good at attacking, but they're just shit at defending. They mm. they're what I'm trying to find a good like analogy. Like they're a line up front, but then they're like a a pussycat in the back. Or a glass they, cannon. Yeah, basically. And, uh, you know, um, I hate the Wanderers as much as the next guy, but they fully deserve to win this game. Santa Lab was on fire again. I hate Santa Lab, but he was on fire, I scored a hat-trick. He's, what is, he's their top scorer now, isn't he? He's the top scorer in the league from open play. 
Yeah, I think yeah, that Western was, Sydney's that all-time was, goal scoring. Yeah, that hero. was that was an interesting stat. If you take away Fauna Rolly's penalties, they're and just McLaren, about level. Yeah, or he's um, if, you, if, you, if you take away the penalties, Senelab is the top scorer in the league. That's if you insane. take away from players that have scored penalties, at least one penalty. That's insane when you think about how Poppers used him during the season. Makes me smile, though. How many penalties has Fornaroli buggered up? Because he buggered hard. up another one in this game. Oh, it was mm. a terrible penalty. <laughs> it was straight down the middle, and it was easy for Jan exactly. to get terrific. It was penalty. worse than, than SpongeBob Abini's um, pen. It was dreadful, wasn't it? SpongeBob Abini. I was just I don't know where he's going with that. That hair on, on there, that sponge on the top we, of Bernie's head. Right? We discussed oh, this. It's top deck. That's a pretty carpety top deck, that one. Anyway, City just didn't. Show up in the second half, did they at all? Well, no. they did what City do, and maybe they thought that they could win this game uh, even if they left the field. But um, they sadly, capitulated them they whenever they like do. They had left the field. You know, you know, City's in trouble when probably the best player on their te- on their team the last probably three weeks has been Fitzgerald. The rest have been pretty yeah, that's bang a scary average. Thought. That's a scary thought. I think Fitzgerald's probably in career best form. Had what last three or four games, he's been pretty good. So. Maybe that's a good thing going into finals for them, but I, I can't I can't see City winning it. No, they they won't go close. No, right? Should we just skip the next game? <laughs> yep. Never All right, Brisbane at home against Melbourne Victory. Brisbane won that one nil. Pretty pretty <laughs> good goal. <laughs> uh, great goal, great finish bomb. As there. you can the see, bomb. people the five people listening were all fired up for this one. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Something McLaren's it. goal was good. That's, yeah, that's all that I really in, knew about that game was just McLaren's goal was pretty good. The rest I was just... How in it was, was that defending that? Victory didn't look good going forward at all. It was hilarious defending. Because they didn't have their, exactly. their front four. Their front four were all not there. No. And this this is the whole thing about having you know international breaks and that sort of stuff. We need international breaks. Like hmm. it's not most, most people hate Kevin Musket. Um I don't mind him. He's a he's a cockhead. He's a pain in he's the one ass of those. <laughs> he's one of those people where you hate him if he's not at your club, but if he's at your club, you love him. Yeah, he's like, ruined people's careers. Oh, he has on the pitch. Do yeah, I definitely. hate him? He was uh, a mug. Yes, he was a mug, but he does make some good points off the pitch, which sometimes then people bring up the on the pitch stuff and go, eh, it doesn't matter. But what he said was right after the game about how we need to have we need to have international breaks and we need to respect respect the break, and if we want the league to keep on growing, then obviously it's going to get better and more players are going to be picked from the league to play for Australia, then we need to have the break. Simple as that. Mm. It's, it's a definite. I, agree. I don't yeah. agree with okay. him often. Yeah. Mus- musky, that is, not you, Luke. I, <laughs> I, occasionally you, I agree you with you. You don't anyway, so that's all right. Um, <laughs> Sunday's first game, Wellington at home against Newcastle Jets. 5-0 to Wellington. <laughs> it's going to be a long, <laughs> long <laughs> podcast, <laughs> this one, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> Let's describe in detail every one of them. My favourite was Jason Hoffman's. Yes. <laughs> the man stealing a living. I've always hated Jason Hoffman, so when he scored the own goal, I was like, yes. Absolutely stealing a living. We always give it to him hard as well when we play the derby. He, I can't believe cops it. I can't believe that golden boot contender Naboot didn't, Nabot didn't bail them out of Naboot is the most overrated player in the league by a long, long way. Well, he's been found out, hasn't he? Like we said, I think, we, I think we said it last week or the week before, but where has he gone the back end of the season? Well, he's no, just vanished. Now when he kicks it into the player in front of him, it bounces away from him instead of in front of I him remember, into an open goal. I remember when they played City in Coffs Harbour, he had a good game, but that's the last good game he's had, and that was what, 
eight, nine rounds go, rounds ago. Yeah, and it was scary for a while there because he was up top in the Johnny Warren, and that was my biggest worry that he was going to win it. <laughs> no, no way, not not anymore. Because he's, yeah, he's definitely fallen fallen off the end of the season. First thing about this game though. is that uh, the Jets' goal difference starting to eat towards ours. What's well, ours? Minus good. 20? But aren't they two points ahead of us, so we just want to beat them in the derby? Yeah, but let's say we end up on the same points. If we... True. Yeah. We we want a double possibility. You catch there. me. Yeah. yeah. I did that, go... That game against Jets at home is so, so, so vital to I hate, I hate playing them so late in the season when we're this shit. It's really annoying. Yeah. They must think the same, though. Probably because they're they're shit as well. So it's gonna be it's gonna be like the the shit derby. Yeah, yeah <laughs> anyone, it's literally, anyone, it's gonna be the shit derby. Anyone who's feeling really glum about our prospects and uh, reading some of the social media around our prospects, which just is listen not to that this podcast; fun. it'll cheer you up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the less stinking poo is going to win this game. I, reckon, I can recommend uh, having a look at the Newcastle supporters group. Yeah, that's op- fantastic. Open, open page and yeah, uh, yeah, even the public page is some good reading. Yeah, it's it had simi- about three hundred comments after that game. On the yeah, weekend. it's similar to some of our own. Uh, club and uh, members of social media but with different names for, yeah. for such a small club like us and Newcastle to a certain degree small club there's a, l- a large majority that are the, the fans are just crazy without crazy. touching on it too heavily our game that something is something in the water we yep. it is okay for us to be both here and there mm. we're, be- their, we're better than this yeah with their um their Facebook page their Laying into Mark Jones, something chronic, because I think he's been found out. They had an okay start, but it's all gone pear-shaped now. And then they're all laying into Laurie, which was amusing because they hated him, and then they loved him when he went there, when things were looking all right, and now they hate him again. And they were laying into Coco, Andrew Houle, who for some reason thinks he can go to Europe and get a contract at any club. Probably be Romanian ninth <laughs> division. Like I don't understand the, that. The at Danish all. fourth division. He's complete rubbish. And surely the Romanian ninth division has called Newcastle and said, "Can you please not send him here?" Yeah, I, I would hope so. And um, it was amusing reading after uh, our game. It did slightly cheer me up. Yeah, they are taking out their frustration on someone different, anyway, aren't they? And I think Mike Jones is to blame. Anyway, last game so of the round: they. Perth at home against Sydney. Sydney, Mike, again running away the plate, three uh, 0 Too good. Yet again, how many times have we said it? Too good. Just Perth. I don't think Perth played horribly. They just they were just the second best all night. Yeah, just like most teams have been against Sydney. Yeah, when it comes down to class, I think Castro was the only one that looked like um, was going to do and anything. He, had, he just had Sydney. no help. No, had no help. Could not do it all himself, and. Um, Congrats to Sydney. Now I'm going vomit, uh, but no one else was. Gonna I did win. that before. We walked in. Yeah, maybe that's why because you knew what we were going to do. Mm. Um, Even when they're poor, though, then they're better than teams mm. like Perth. Yeah. They Again, though, they just didn't really look like they've even got out of. First gear. No, if, even when they're even when they're below par, they're still probably yeah. better than every team except Victory. Yeah, they just do the simple things well, which is the complete polar opposite of us. Ninkovic is. Absolute class. Well, the the assist that he had for the what was it the bloody the Bobo goal mm. found the pass with no, barely any space. Brosk backheels it straight to Bobo, finishes it off. Just a great goal, and just like you, I'm about to vomit because I've just complimented a Sydney goal, but it was a great goal. And 
Sydney way too good and deserve the plate, no doubt about it. And they've got it. So would you put Ninkovic over, say, any other contenders for player of the season purely because he's won the premiership? Yeah, I think so. I think so. When it comes down to consistency, I think you for have me, to do it. like we've said before on the on the pod, it's for me it's Ninkovic and Rojas, and then Daylight. Yeah. I think they're the top two players in the league, and then Daylight, and then probably Castro. Yeah, right. That other game that was on <laughs> um, Saturday evening. <coughs> well, it all started out okay. One 0 up at half time. I thought we're we right in this, and then it just went to shit in the second half, and just. We got found out by two corners, and no one, no one looked keen on defending corners. Um, I really do. I, I ha- thought it was flat from the start, though. Yeah, I really do hate football because my two football teams have sucked at defending corners the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, this was such. It was. It was such a. It was. It, I felt really uh, let down. Such I, a big game, and our players did not show up. It was mm-hmm. the biggest game for us in a long time. You know, last year. Um, you know, we knew we were going to get the spoon a fair way out. Um, and with three games left, four games left before we played, we knew that we knew what we had to do. And, you know, we knew where Adelaide was, the context of it, how important it was for us to get that win at home. And it didn't happen. And I'm shattered. The question, I, I suppose, really is why? Um, and, uh, it's hard to imagine that we didn't go into it with all of that that you just said in mind and how important it was, not just for themselves, but for the club, the fans, all of us. We all, you know, felt that way. But it was a. It, if, if you're looking for a reason outside of those, those um, you know, lack of intensity, people not happy, whatever might be the natural things to think, then uh, two weeks break. I was looking at it as a positive last week and talking about how two weeks plus one day would be enough time for us to get rid of a few niggles. Posco didn't work out for him. Um, so is it was it that um, we just had too long a break? And you know? Well, our form was probably dodgy before the break. You know, the Sydney game, obviously it's against them, but still Melbourne City, Melbourne victory, we, we never really... The Melbourne City game, you could argue, but we never really looked in those games, you know. So I, I don't know if the break had that much really to do with it, but I think you're right in the sense that it definitely could have worked as a all right, everyone get the niggles out, but it didn't, and that's the that's the harsh reality of it. And we just, but we did look a bit like we weren't, we didn't have any momentum, you know. We we no, and that. You know, could have been explained, I suppose, by being flat, having not played, whereas. Uh, Adelaide had played a, sh- a pretty short turnaround Sunday before. I think that's a good point. I think because of the two-week break, we looked a bit flat, for sure. Yeah. Especially well, in the second half. Dare I say that that's probably what we hope was the case. Because if we, yeah. as you have I think said, Luke, if we look like that again... <sighs> well, okay, well, not going to end well. For the past, say, five years, we haven't had someone on the back post defending corner. We concede two within, what, a couple of minutes? Yeah. Exact same goal. Like it was a carbon copy from the other side. It's so frustrating. It's I can't the amount of even put it into words how annoying. We've it been is. conceding goals like that for years. It's, it's, it's it does ridiculous. it did seem a bit like um you know 
with all due respect to them because I think they've done a great job um, makeshift as they might be. Central defenders, uh, our central defenders are not tall. Um, you don't. Okay, why do we zone them up though? Probably because Paolo and Ivan. Tell us to zonal mark if that's what we're doing. Um, but it's about having the intensity to, you know, make that ball your own. That's how you score you, a goal. You that's how you defend you, a goal. You can't use it? zonal marking if you're not good at defending. Or not good in the air. Yeah. You watch, watch the game again from the weekend. The amount of times the ball goes up in the air, we do not win a single header. Yeah. I know, but, but when, yeah. you, when you play the game yourself, you score goals when you determinedly make that ball yours. That ball in the air. Uh, some balls, you know, are 50-50s. Others, you can make that ball and you're the person who can make that ball. We're not good ball. in the air, Moro. Same. No, we're not. But in, in part, that's because we're short. Yeah, that's. I think I said that to... I can't remember what I said it to on the weekend. Mm. While watching the game, I said, look at our team. Can't fucking jump. Fantastic. Not tall. Fantastic with the ball on the ground. Like the way that Rosie and Posco play out of the... Not Posco this time, I know. But it, the way we play the ball around... I love that. We're so surely, that. if you're not strong in there, you cover your bases. I think that's probably maybe why we zonal mark because we're hoping for the two on one whenever the ball goes to where it goes. Because if we go to man on man, we're simply not tall enough. And if you go to zonal, then you can probably double team up and knock yeah. a person off the ball without having to necessarily win the ball. But then again, we're still not. We still don't have the height. But in, it's not there. But yeah. you can't even that. It's a pretty hollow one. I know I'm the one who's has, has said put, it. Kale's put two passes this year, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. But but in this particular game, weekend. I can't even say that we were short. Like Harry Ascroft is fairly tall. Mm. Can, I just can I win just header. I just think it's individually we just weren't there. We didn't. Like when Rosen when Rose and Posco play, like it's unusual for a team to have two centre backs that are under six foot. It but, is, but we didn't but even have that excuse, did we? Yeah, yeah. but then Ascoff's what six six three? Well, big enough to compete with Diawara anyway. Yeah. Uh, like Diawara is not short, but he's not who tall did, either. Who did Diawara beat at the near post to the ball on the corners? I didn't watch the replay because I was too mad. He only scored one of them. He scored the other one off a mistake we made in the six yard box, didn't he? Mm. Oh, it's I just didn't even the see other it. was scored by McGowan, which uh, McGowan's big. Yeah, the weekend was about individuals standing up and doing their job individually for the team as a whole. And in that second half, we didn't do it. No. And now we're back in last. And sticking to the positive, or looking for a positive in there, then, um, you know, I don't know if he's the most gifted player in the team, but, geez, Cabsy gave it a red-hot go, got the deserved goal. Mm. Um, And to me, you know, think what you want to think about um, his contribution to the game, but... That was leadership stuff there. That was showing others how to play with a level of intensity that was needed. He, get, he the gets day. the uh, at least you tried cake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like I don't want to. Uh, I think they've given up. Yeah, that's well, what I, was, I, I think the second not. half. The second half, we look like we're we're all beaten side. I think Appy was the only one still yeah. running around chasing. Look, I, I can't say he had a brilliant game, it, but he put effort in. Yeah, but I was about touch, to allude to that. He really needs to work on his yeah. touch. I was just about to allude to that. Like, I don't want to accuse him of not trying or no, not. But in that second half, that's what it looked like, except for Apia. And this is where my he was the only one that looked like he gave a shit. This is where my flatness theory comes in. That that I hope that we're flat. I hope that it was mm. just a hangover from having a week off. Um, because we don't want to look like that again this weekend. Otherwise, we'll get nailed like the Jets did last week. So yeah. we could do without that. 
and uh, we there has to be an explanation. If we come, if we can't play with intensity when we come up against the Jets in a couple of weeks, there has to be a reason for that. What is it? Mm. And then, then that probably is a bit of a deeper issue, isn't it? Well, and then you've got to wonder whether it's a deeper issue, mm. you know. And then it's 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 weird though, isn't it? Because round nineteen, we beat the Wanderers away. It's our third win in a row. Um, things are looking good. We're looking like we'll probably make the six based on form. And now, what are we? Five rounds later, we're in last. Gloom. It's nuts how quick this sport can change, and it's everything is gone. Not like we weren't great, we weren't good, but we were okay compared to where we were last season. But now we're we're back where we were last season, and it's at the end of the day, it's not good enough, and just we're not good enough. And I think it's about time people um, realize that. It's and I think they have, obviously. But I, I things need to change. Yeah, and, I, and now's the time. Like, enough of this, if you know what I mean. Like, mm. you know, we've been able to... We've had the excuse of um, uh, we needed to turn around the financial stakes of the club and, and I can see that we've done some of that. But um, really, it's fair to say that Mike does need to uh, come up with the, what he said when he spoke to us recently, that he's going to make sure Paolo's got more money. At the same time, uh, what Sean said has to happen, which is we have to be particularly clever about the way that we work in the signing stakes um you know this player or that player can i i'm not an a-league coach so i'm not going to say that i know that we should have this player or we need that player because the truth is that uh we've seen players plenty of players who played terribly in one team came to another team went to another team and and turned into stars so so that's not it's not as simple as that but what i guess i feel like we have to do is we feel comfortable that Paolo has, has uh, uh, changed the way that we play, improved the way that we play. We prefer to look at it the, the the way that we're playing the game now. So we have to trust that those processes are not going to be bull and uh, they're going to come up with the right answers. But but a core change in the team does seem to be necessary. Mm. I like I I think Paolo's the right man for the job. Um, I think the passion he Sorry, I just need to say this. I'm reading some Facebook comments and fuck, oh, yeah? there's some idiots out there. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we got a segment? No? I'm, yeah. I think I definitely think Sorry. he's the right man for the job. Um, it's simply down to cattle now and money. It's the hard decisions have to be made. I've basically at this point numbed myself to the entire squad leaving or staying because at this point, no, but there's, there's still three games left. There's still three, okay, three points. Okay, th- how about this comment? Go. Please, please get rid of Paul Ocon and Donovan. Do us all a favour or just do it for the sake of soccer. If they are back next season, I won't become a member. Shame on you, Paul Ocon. Oh, my brain. It's probably from a non-member. <laughs> my brain. But this is the thing. If you my read brain. social media too much, then one poster posts... Get rid of Ocon and O'Donovan. Another poster posts, if you get rid of Ocon and O'Donovan, I'm not going to sign up again. Um, and yeah. uh, old mate uh, Radar said it good when he said something along the lines of... Old mate Radar? When we, <laughs> I don't know if you appreciate that. He's a bit young, but, you know. When we were showing signs of improvement, it was Pablo's a genius. And now... Pablo? Last, yeah. It may be a misspell or it may be an intentional misspell. Probably And now that we're last, it's Charlesworth is a crook. Well... 
I doubt very much that either of those is the case, but both of them have a contribution, I think, in the solution. And we've already been through that. What, do we sack another coach? Yeah, no. So so let's let's look at sack the coach, right? We've just sacked two coaches. We've been through legal processes to deal with the sacking of at least one of those coaches, not to mention legal processes to do with sacking our youth coaches, I understand it, both of which we lost. Um, and on top of that, then the the other solution that is provided is that we'll, we should get rid of the owner. Well, I don't know if fans realise it or not, but if this owner doesn't keep paying the bills, we don't and won't exist. There'll be no FFA rescue. There'll be no alternatives. Oh, there'll no, be if, no If you listen Mariners. to some people on the Facebook, there's some Chinese people out there who want to buy the club. And Red Bull's looking for a team. Well, that's the thing that you can't read too much into these things because, oh you know, conflicting comments and all of that stuff. Eventually, we have to make our. Uh, the, I think the Mariners are a great investment <laughs> because we've produced some great players. Well, we have, and we can get back to that, but not without trusting the process. The truth is, if you think. So back you're investing in a past, is basically. Mm. what this person is saying. Yeah, you no, don't have that product anymore. We have to remember what it was like when uh, Arnie started here. Everyone wrote him off, told us he was no good, These had are my no words, club just, experience, just that all of there. that. You Not know? my thoughts. Now, we've, we feel good about the coach. We feel good about the way the office has been managed. We're being told by the owner, who, by the way, I haven't seen him lying too often, even though he sometimes seems to be accused of it. Maybe he is, but he said that he's going to give Paolo more money. Simple as that. So if he He's going to spend the cap. And get a marquee every three or so years, I'm pretty sure he said. Well, I'm going to have to go back and listen to the interview, but I'm... But, that's what he said. But, but yeah, so I haven't found him to be a liar. So, so ignoring it for a moment, the owner, we've got a coach we seem to be feel that can take us in a decent direction. We've got an office full of management and people who I think are doing as good a job as I've seen being done in the club in the 12 years I've been associated with it. Agree. Eventually, we have to trust the process, cop on the chin that it's frustrating. Yes, it's frustrating, but we have to trust the process and hope that it, it, it yields results. It's I, don't, I don't think we'll spend the full cap next season. No, neither do I. And that will drive people insane. Because I, to be to be competitive, we, we're going to have to spend the full cap. The penny has to drop at some point, and that time is quickly approaching. Especially if we finish um, in the position that we're in now, because this this whole thing about, um, you know, go and get another owner and all this sort of crap. We're not an attractive club to buy for anyone. That's why if he goes, we go, because the FFA is not going to run us because we're the smallest population base. We don't own our stadium, which is allegedly being worked on. The The reason for that and the reason for the Centre of Excellence is to try and build value to the club to sell it on. But there's so much damage being done with the results that... This is like we spoke about this on the weekend. What, what was the crowd? Five, five and a half, five, I think four, yeah. five, like four, five, four, six, something. two or something. And our what members is about what six three, something like that. Now, I've yeah, heard I a few people tell me they're not going to renew. Yeah, and you see it Purely around because of performances. Yeah, and at the end of the day, the centre of excellence is all nice, and getting the management management and all that is all nice. Six rounds ago, it was everything was looking okay with. Three wins in a row, and we weren't far out from the six. But now we're back to reality. We're back to the foot. Um, something needs to happen. And you know, in 
five years' time, we might have a full centre of excellence. We might own the stadium. Um, but at what price will that come in the end? Because we 5,400 people turned up and membership's about 6'3". That's when you start getting concerned. When when we get that core of 6'5 to 7, I go, okay, it's still a pretty shit crowd, but at least the core are here. When the core start to drop away, that's when you need to be concerned. And if Mike's not concerned at the moment, then... Well, then, then we have issues. We could get away with it for a short period while we manage financial issues, etc. But it has to stop. And I think at this point, this is about as low as we can allow it to get. If we don't, then you're dead right. We're gonna all, all the comments about him, you know, being not interested in the football, just in property development. I can see the point of view. Of course, definitely. Yeah, um, at the same time, you know. I guess that's you, need, you need to have something to back up. You need to have something to raise money to pay for the football in the long term. But you can't destroy the football side of things while you're doing exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. This Which is what I just only, mentioned. Uh, He's yeah, trying to build value to the club because six or seven years ago, the club had no value. It was just being run by Turnbull, which it eventually ruined him in the end. Yeah. And he had yeah. no value to sell the club. That's why when... And one thing that I've seen a whole bunch of times is that, oh, well, if why did Mike buy the club? Why did he, he didn't buy the club. He took on the debt of the club, which was $5 million. He didn't pay one cent for it. He went straight back into the minus straight away. And we've subsequently lost a few more mil along we have. the way. Exactly. But this is what all of this, this is what this building is about and trying to get the ground. But like you said, Jimmy, you can't continue to go it how It can we are. only be a buffer. The, the revenue streams yeah. created by other things like this property, they can only be a buffer that, that buffers some of the uh, difficulties that finance might have in the team. You can't allow the team to become nothing mm. while using the buffer as the only way that you're making money. It can only be a buffer. So, for sure, it's great to have those buffers that can help us to lose a little less um, and to you know get in control of that stadium will be another buffer that helps us to uh, lose a little less. But we also have to uh, like you know there's a limit to how long we can punish the fans, which is what we're doing at the moment. So and I think we've really I, come to the ebb that is the lowest that we can really let us. I think we've go. got a lot of members this season just based on the fact we had Paul Ocon, and people think we're going to turn around. Yeah, and and I mean, and for know, a while Burnham, there, we've burned them twice. Yeah, and for a, a while row. there, it looked like we were going to turn it around, but the reality is now we haven't, and now we're back where we started. I think you'll see a lot of members drop off. It's a, it's an yeah. interesting thing, though, isn't it? Because uh, if you look at it over the long haul, and some people will hate me saying this, but if you look at it over the long haul, we've been a pretty successful club. How would you like to be a Perth fan? Never won a piece of silverware. Mm. Well, I think I think I think it's a good thing in a way because a lot of our fans have high expectations. And what's and wrong? I, there's nothing I enjoy wrong with that. that. Yeah, but it does mean that when things aren't going our way, we're pretty, you know, vocal about it, and rightly so. People are yeah. entitled to their opinion and their frustration, no doubt about that. And you know, we can't we can't go eighth spoon, potentially another spoon, definitely missing the finals. I'm thinking probably ninth at best. We maybe. have to convince. Yeah, we we the fans now. We can't do that and keep expecting people to come back. Reading that Facebook's giving me a fucking migraine. <laughs> and I know you know Newcastle have gone. This will be their seventh season without uh, without any finals. Through that whole time, they've still had okay crowds, but they also had the cheapest membership in the league. Cheap tickets. They have 
a rich footballing history and there was always that hope that they were going to get back to the glory days of the game that never happened in 2008. But the reality is is that we're on the coast. There's no footballing history. There's a million other things to do that people would rather spend their money on. I Even Eddie Hunt hasn't been coming to the games. I oh know. What a shame. I hate that mindset because... As the four of us are, we're all purists, as uh, a lot of other people. And we're going to keep turning up no matter what. I'm driving freaking 10 hours to Melbourne to watch the last game of the season where Idiot. potentially <laughs> we'll, we'll know that we'll have the spoon or, you know. Not. Get to Albury so, and turn around. <laughs> yeah, I might. So <laughs> I'm still going to do all those things, but I understand the viewpoint of people that say, well, why would I spend my money on that when it doesn't even look like we're going to get anywhere. No, we need to convince fans that we are serious about this. And I hope Paolo can do that by what he does in the signing season. I'm not, you know, going to stress myself over we lost this player or we lost that player. I'm going to trust Paul, but he's got to do it because this is the last chance, really, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Won't change me turning up to the games. I'll tell you what, one of the reasons I'm going to turn up is because it's cheaper than buying tickets. I'm going to be a member because it's cheaper than buying tickets. Yeah. Um, another another thing to blame for our downturn is the Yellow Army, apparently. <laughs> the well, army the, kicks the band out cult, and now it? don't sing. That's that's one of the reasons why we lost, apparently. Mm. So it's, it was off. it wasn't just it wasn't just <laughs> base sixteen that was quiet, it was a whole stadium. Well, um, can you blame us for being quiet? The no. air was sucked right out of the stadium as soon as we conceded two goals. But even in before three that, minutes. even in the first, it, it happens whenever we tend to finish down the bottom of the table. The, just because people crowd over the shit. just falls off. Yeah, the, there's no joy. There's no. I don't know. We were playing with the intensity that was appearing in front of us. I was trying to get something going, but no, no one, no one was, was keen. Yeah. My so inflatable was flying high. That was positive. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Oh, inflatable day was fun. I really? tried. I think people are just over the season because they know we're not going to finish in the fi- finish in the finals. So I think it's basically yeah. just trying to enjoy the last three games and wait, have the big op- big off season. Hopefully, stuff gets done and then fresh back for next season. So d- is that? Is that Fred's question? Because we've already done Fred's question. <laughs> oh, so uh, we've been droning on with the same thing. For, uh, I yeah. thought it was still Fred's question. No, no, because, no it was ages ago. Because that's, uh, what have we got to do in the last few matches? It's sort of relevant to this conversation. What we've got to do is at least try and avoid the spoon, make sure that we are doing whatever it takes to make sure that we turn this around by the start of next season. Put some effort in. Don't fuck up. Well, yeah. there's that. But, but also, let's identify what, ca- what we need to change and if that means changing some things about the way we go about it on the paddock so that Paolo can find out what we need to change, let's do that. Right. Uh, we've got some questions from some people on Twitter and Facebook. First up, Justin Matthew, what's planned for the next season in active support? Um, I'll be contacting some people shortly, including yourself, Justin, about um, having a little meeting, a little get-together um, in the off-season to try and get some shit organised. The organisation of Bay 16, Yellow Army, etc. has um, really sort of gone the wayside, so I'm going to try and um, get things back on rolling. Well, on that sort of... On that and sort of back to what you said before, there was obviously a debate. In About comments. the band, yeah. Yeah, and all that sort of stuff on the members page and that. I, you know, I don't answer that shit because if I wanted to do something as useful, I'd 
bang my head against a brick wall, but... Oh, I tried educating some of them or talking to them. I even... Yeah, but you can't. Yeah, it, they don't listen. They nah. ask the same question the next like, nah. street, next comment. I guess so. all I say is that active support and atmosphere, it's not included in the membership. It's not a right when you enter the stadium. The, not there for your entertainment. No. The reality is if people cared enough um, about the atmosphere at our home games... Um, and they're not happy with Bay 16, another group would have started by now and there'd be something else going on elsewhere, but the reality is it hasn't. So people simply don't care enough about atmosphere at our games, but they'll happily take the odd pot shot at the people that do have a go. Um, if you want the atmosphere to improve, get off your backside and make a difference. If We understand some people like sitting on the side, that's your choice. That's fine. We understand people like that. sitting down and being quiet. That's, that's fine. fine. You I'm can glad do that's that. fine because that's where I sit, you clowns. Just, yeah. <laughs> How dare you? You know, <laughs> you you put in effort 90 minutes. Stand on, stand, like jumping around, that sort of shit for a team that isn't playing. Yeah, it's a tough and, gig, no doubt about it. And obviously tensions are quite high at the moment as well. Um with where we are and how things have been going the last couple of seasons, which obviously on-field results affect numbers everywhere, as you saw with the crowd on the weekend, especially in active support. Um, so with everybody being on so edge, just a little more self-awareness would be handy. If you see someone make a stupid comment about the band, just tell them to shut up. <laughs> it was never going to work the way it was originally set up. Um I've already written my stuff on Facebook. I'm not going to go through it again. So Nothing wrong with liking the band, even though I know you guys disagree. I've got a place for the no, band, look. but it isn't the place that it was at when it was last at the stadium, which was playing over the top of the chants, playing over the top of those of us who sit in Bay 40 and try and join I like those the band. etc. There's a place for that. You know what the biggest thing is? Don't talk about that stuff the day after a game like that one. Because we're all hurting, and yeah. all that happens and is we argue I mean. with one another, you know? If I we did, had we a one that game, like the band. Yeah. I did like the band. But the latest incarnation of the band, I don't. No, when the band appeared to have a leader and that made a level of coordination, then the band seemed to be an, a nice addition. Addition. But when it became a competitive fixture, which was the last time I saw the band, then to me that just interfered. And, and it's, no, it's 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 we should also point out it's nothing to do with the people in there as well. It's but purely way, from an organizational perspective. That is not like or don't like the band, like or don't like the owner, like or don't like the coach, like or don't like Roy yeah. O'Donovan oh. leaving, like or don't like me, you're not gonna uh, really yeah. have a too many intelligent conversations that are going to solve problems the day after we've uh, experienced that it yeah. was sad. social media that's what i mean just a little bit of self-awareness feel free to hate me since i think a lot of mariners fans probably do shut up josh i hate you right <laughs> james sobara um who's leaving and who's re-signing and radar potentially new signings uh potential new signings sick about sick of hearing about who's leaving will accept wild speculation all right let's let's wildly speculate well we're obviously not Privy to the inside goss, so I've got some goss. We try to be sometimes. But as far as I understand, no, because it, you're a f- you're a suck up. Jimmy Jimmy is already re-signed. I'm pretty sure that mm. Luke is on the verge of re-signing. Yep, I'm for not transferring anyway. This thing, Josh is trialing. I've uh, Josh is I've trialing. Signed, I've, si- I've signed with NPL, but I'm I'm still out there with the A League. 
I thought you were leaving for Europe in a couple of days. You'll be trialling over there, were you? Yeah, I am. I'm getting away from this. Arsenal fan I'm getting, away, I'm getting away from this uh, Mariners bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so the BBC pick you up. And, and then, then I'm, going over, to, I'm going over to England to try and get on Arsenal fan TV and have a, have a go at Wenger. Can I just say, I'm waiting for a Wenger con- out, farm blood. I'm waiting for a contract offer because there seems to be concerns about my age, but that's all I know about signings. Mm. Well, I think we can we can safely say a hundred percent Izzo's gone. Uh, we're here in a couple of years at Adelaide. I think we've said that a few times. Probably, here, actually, probably. Rory, we're talking about this before, Aaron. You don't think he's going to go to Newcastle? I saw Gaddy tweet it, and that's when I thought, well, it's done then, because Gaddy's got pretty good credibility. So as soon as I saw Gaddy had tweeted that he was off to the Jets, I'm thinking, well, that's done then. But if it's all speculation still. It's well. I guess we'll find out at the end of the season. Since they probably they won't announce anything until after the season. Well, I don't know. Paddy Dominguez has said that in the next week or two, then there might be an announcement. And it sounded to, what was the latest story that we'd offered uh, Roy they, double. If so, if if Roy goes to Newcastle and it's announced before the derby, and he's playing for us, then that's a big big conflict of interest, isn't it? Though. They won't announce anything before the season ends. Just like with Dizzo. I don't think, yeah. yeah. I think the most frustrating thing for a lot of people is is that the whole way through January, the whole way through the transfer window, even from now until then, there's no rumours, there's no talk of We had some rumours in January, but it was all... Very, very little, but... And very little. All we've heard about is a number 10 coming in from the Netherlands. Yeah. And was that that Dutch midfielder? Yes. Yeah, the 28-year-old Dutch midfielder. I can't remember the name of mm. now. Then there's, there's just not a lot of talk of playing of players wanting to come here. And can you blame? We've them? heard can uh, you blame them at the Kennedy moment? from Newcastle. Oh, that. Oh, why'd you bring that up? Can for? you not? Yeah, We're fond I, of that idea. I don't that's want that. Not good. That's not, not what we need. That's not what we need. In terms of keepers, uh, I'll happily put my hand up and say I was very skeptical of Ivan when we signed him. He started off all right. He had a bad game against his old team, and then he got dropped. He's obviously worked very hard, got his way back into the squad. He's a he's a good number two, solid keeper. Please, solid if, keeper. Can he not be number one next season? Because yeah, why? I'd rather us to go out and sign a foreign keeper, but that's just me. Foreign spot. You're going to waste keeper. a foreign spot on a keeper. My thoughts waste? exactly, Luke. What you, do you mean waste? You psycho. What could? What if it's a great keeper that's highly rated, like Sorensen? Well, not not someone who's fifty years old. I'm a talking like, a, like someone, get, yeah. someone who's got experience and Easy actually wants to come to the club. I get what you mean because obviously a good keeper's vital, but I yeah. think I think in Australia we're pretty. Blessed. And we need to fix our defence because our defence is still yeah. shambles. You, three, how many spots do we get? Four. What? Five spots. Yeah, five. 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 Work on your core. Your striker. You want you get a foreign striker, striker number if you can. ten. Yeah. Midfielder, defender, goalkeeper. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm that's saying. That's a decent shout, though. That's a decent shout. But I think we're blessed in Australia because. We have very good goalkeepers locally, so I don't necessarily think we need to use a foreign spot on a keeper. I think we're going to be struggling for keepers, to be honest. Well, that's that's the thing when when you when you look around the league. Do you reckon Pierce is ready? No, no, he will be one day, but not not not. Needs now. to work on his distribution. Apart from yeah. that, he's he's getting there. You know, when you when you look around the league, there is a lot of. Ben Kennedy's, and that's the issue at the moment. I think I'd rather go NPL. It's the A-League merry-go-round, isn't it? It is. It's the wheels on the bus that go round and round, Yeah, and they just keep swapping, and it's pretty frustrating, but um, a goalkeeper is going to be very important next season, though. 
All right. Um, from Michael Hitchcock. Lack of primetime games hurting attendance. Derby matches in Newcastle on a Sunday night is a great example. Um, he also asked about keepers for next year. We just t- talked about that. Um, yeah, basically that. So do you think our game times are hurting our attendances? Yeah, but they'd be pretty shit either way. I think, yeah, it is, but you can... We there's no appeal for us to be on prime time. That's no, the problem. That's the thing. If the club go to the FFA and say, "Can we have three seven thirty spots?" and they go, "You just finished H's and got two spoons." This is bollocks. Mm. We've been conditioned by the broadcaster to think that that's an acceptable way to run a sporting competition. Yeah, when it's it's rubbish. It's, it's, it's absolute not. rubbish. We've yeah. got we've got enough problems here. We've got only three hundred thousand sets of eyes that we can actually pitch to. We've got the smallest opportunity here for sponsorship because there really aren't big sponsors like some of the other clubs have got going for them. There really aren't some of the opportunities that exist. We don't have a daily paper to get the word out there like just about every other market has. So the theory apparently is that because we don't have that, then we should be consigned to the crappiest times so that we can um, fulfil that prophecy that we're going to have crap attendances, crap audiences, crap viewers, crap um, memberships, etc. What the FFA needs to do is toughen up a bit and give the region... The fact is, you can't expand forever into city spaces, so Mm. eventually you have to accept that regional is important. If you prioritise regional a little bit more and consider that that is a more difficult place to run an A-League team as it is up here... That's how it feels. Like with the FFA, isn't it? It's like it's, if it's a you're not a Sydney or Melbourne team, you don't really exactly. Matter. And that, well, they've pretty much said that. Yeah, and mm, the, yeah. Uh, and that's I get where they're coming from, but this is this is a sporting competition, not a commercial enterprise. And uh, as much no, as no, 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 it's a business. I, I get that. That's the, the but, FFA but, runs it. It's a business. Well, here's a suggestion: we can probably save about a million dollars on salaries. We'll just get rid of the FFA and we'll let Fox run the competition because they tend amount to running it now. Mm. But aren't and they? this is this is the argument though, even with even with the cap, the three smallest clubs are still struggling. Of course we are. How do we attract players to so, want to come here? Well, the best yeah. we've got is to put them up in Terrigal and hope that they like our beaches, yeah. which are not always perfect. But, you know, it's a decent effort. But big players, they don't want to come here. No. And, you know, the the three smallest clubs are still struggling. But even though Wellington have made some good signings, they're still struggling. And... FFA don't help that with all of the dodgy time slots. It's no. just it's just sort of another thing that gets thrown on top of the hill and we have to just apparently suck it up and deal with it. Even Wellington have a population and uh, in terms of their own country that's big enough for isn't, sponsors isn't well, to Welling- jump on board. Wellington's population, Wellington's population is about the same as the Central Coast population. I don't know about that. I'd have to check it out. But they Pretty have sure similar struggles, the there's no doubt about it, similar yeah. struggles. But the advantage that they have is that they're the only New Zealand team, so if they, at least they have the opportunity to market themselves as that. And that, it's no accident that some of the bigger contenders seeing that opportunity are more likely to put their name on their jumper. Have they had Sony's name on their jumper in recent years? I think it's Hawaii or Hoviusa. Now it is, but they've had Hawaii. Sony, haven't they, yep. in the past? And that's because over there they can pitch to the whole New Zealand market. Here we're pitching to, to 300,000 people who are yeah. not well, football there you go, people. yeah. Wellington's population is 204,000. The Central Coast population is 317,000. Oh, and New Zealand's stats. population? 
Hmm? And New Zealand's population? It's about four, isn't it? Okay. Four three, three, mm. so there's, something like that. Th- there's the way that they have to market themselves. And yeah. they do. Google, look Google, at, Google is helpful. Look at the way they've played their games this year. They've played, like people ride us about the fact that um, we play a couple of games or play yeah. a couple of games elsewhere. They've played half their season elsewhere. New Zealand is 4.4 million. Right, so they've pitched to a couple of million of those by playing in all sorts of far-flung locations this year. And why wouldn't you? Um, but... For us, we don't get that um, kind of opportunity to pitch to. to As Sean people. told us, um, they get five, five nominations for times throughout the year, and the year we didn't nominate New Year's Eve is the year we didn't get it. So that's one of them wasted already on New Year's Eve. So we have four opportunities. I'd be putting down Newcastle Saturday night for all of those. Well, at least give us that. Put yeah. our derbies in a prime time slot. Despite poor old Fox, because they've got no money, have they? Poor old Fox will have to put up with they don't get the, as many viewers as they wish they did, and some executive salaries will be fifty thousand dollars less than the even, five even the pr- even the prime time game since the both NRL and AFL are back. The uh, Brisbane victory game only got forty five thousand viewers on Fox. There was there was a few really crappy ratings over the weekend yeah. for A-League games that wasn't good. And that's definitely because NRL and AFL are back and that probably takes a lot of the, the A-League market. It's also because of the split round where I think that the competition lost momentum in general. And there's no doubt that the, uh, the A-League model is hurting all areas at the moment because they really haven't done everything. They're, you know, they're pushing everything back. Let's push anything. back expansion, push back anything useful. I haven't done um, anything. The only thing they haven't pushed back is their salaries, those blokes. <laughs> and their diets. <laughs> At least we're gonna get w- we're gonna get one Sunday night game this year. Um, yeah, yeah. December thirty first is a Sunday night. Right. Next question. <clears throat> uh Stuart McAteer. Um uh, I don't know. Given the soccer is played tonight with a host of ex mariners, what are the next when uh, where are the next crop coming from? Not other clubs. Not from us. Uh, Maybe Bahaja. A lot of our good ex-players actually come from West Sydney. Yeah. It's because we poached from West Sydney before the Wanderers came in, and then as soon as the Wanderers came in, there goes our chance to get kids from Liverpool. Yeah, this, Was it Liverpool this, this and uh, Westfield, yeah, well, Westfield Sports Westfield High? Westfield Sports High, yeah. This is what makes it hard now with the whole MPL structure as well. So even when the Wanderers did come in initially... The Wanderers uh, didn't have the MPL team sort of all set up and running and neither did Sydney, but we did. So we still managed to get all the pretty good talent from those areas yeah. to come up here and play, yeah. come up through our youth team Start at our academy. Because um, was yeah. it Bern, Bernie and Juki were both yeah. at Firstfield Sports High, I'm yeah. pretty sure. But now, and that's why they, they came up here. Yeah, but now all of those kids... <laughs> can go to Sydney FC and the Wanderers MPL, go through all those programs, and the reality is we're stuck with the dregs. Ooh. Sometimes. Well, yeah, I, I Sometimes. Was, I was gonna Sometimes. Be, I was going to be, wow. be controversial. <laughs> I'm in a shitty mood, all right? We're and fucking disagree last. with the whole shebang and say that some of them are still going to come from here. They're going to be people like Johnny Stensness. No pressure, bud. But the, yeah. they're going to be kids who got an opportunity up He's here because they were just outside the frame for some of these um, glitter clubs and we gave them a chance and we're still yeah. doing that. And, this, yeah, no, and, you're right. and I'm also going to say that they are the likes of Liam Rose. 
um, who, okay, so, you know, it, he found it harder in his second year of being a full-time A-League player, I guess, in some respects. But but he, to me, it, it's been hard for him to change positions, but he's, respect to him for what he's done in the last, you know, uh, part of this season. So I still think there's plenty of potential for young players to get their opportunity up here and to uh, make their way through our system, regardless of where they started out. Um, and uh, find their way. Not only that, a few of the guys who were our players um, are only just making their Socceroos appearances and debuts now. Come mm. on, Musty. Yes. Socceroos lineup mm. just came out go a minute ago. Uh, we'll just finish the last question and we'll get back to that. Okay. Um, what would it take for. E- this is asked by the fantastic name, Land Mullet. I love that. Yeah. What it's would it take for yeah. each of you to cease actively following the Mariners? Reason being, I think I'm getting close. A million dollars. A million bucks is tough for the Mariners. High amounts of money. Um, no, Seriously? nothing. Nothing. I'll never nothing stop. Nothing would stop you. Nothing. No, I'll never stop. When it would we take fo- nothing to happen we, for you to stop following them. When nothing. we fold. Charlesworth could punch me in the face and I'd still follow him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him to do that. When we fold, when we fold, if we fold, yeah, when we if, fold, if Tony Wombsy comes back. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel stuck for saying that because he was nothing but nice to us last season, and he, he, was, he seems like a decent guy. He just wasn't the, he, was gra- a good he just wasn't the greatest coach. director. He wasn't a very good coach. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Acor- no, according to the worldwide search, he was. Mm. Just putting that. Let's out not there. talk about that. <laughs> um, I no, I'll I'll never stop. I've been a member since I was eleven or whatever, whatever the hell I was when the A League started. Um, I'll be a member till the day I die, or we fold, whichever comes first. Um, and till I die, or let's fold. Open, yeah, let's put it in the former. I think it'll be fold. <laughs> no, no, not. I'm going or with the former until the Mariners scrunch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, well, we know a fair few of them do scrunch, but that's another story. Yeah. Central no. Coast drunk scrunches. <laughs> no matter what happens, I'll still be here, but there definitely are people who think the opposite. Mate, I grew up around here. Mate. This is my yeah. place. Oh, okay. This I'll, I'll stop mate. following them when they move them, move into North Sydney. Yeah, no, actually, yeah. We wouldn't no, that's be a good point. Cent- <laughs> we wouldn't be the Central Coast Mariners, though. That's no, a good point. North Shore Mariners. That's yeah. a good point. If... For some reason, the FFA decided to up and move the club elsewhere and kept the name or some weird shit like that. Then I'd stop. If it if it if it's not representing the place where I come from, where I was born, yep. where I grew up, Agreed. then I'd stop. Or if you fold, then I'd stop. Or if we die, all of those are ver- variants on folding. <laughs> and not even if we were to fold, I'd never ever support another A League club never. because I pretty much hate them all. What if we changed our name to Central Coast Red Bulls? Uh, We'd become the most hated freaking club in the world, just like Leipzig. Technically, it wouldn't be the Mariners anymore. Yeah, that's a curveball. It'd be it'd be the the Red Bull, I, the Red Bull FC. I definitely have to think about it. <laughs> They're so good in other. Have sports. you seen Have you seen what's happened at Leipzig though? Like their yeah, su- sec- success on the field is pretty good. They've what well, they got everyone promoted, and now the they're second or third in Bundesliga. But everyone hates them because they're a modern they're modern football. Damn have you seen what happened to their Formula One car? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the one that didn't make the grid. Yeah, <laughs> not going to talk. The about one that mattered. Mm. <laughs> not everything they touch is Rick, turns um, to gold. Ricardo to McLaren. As no, that's backwards. <laughs> <laughs> we want that's a, a, ma- that's that's a massive dive. I don't know anything about motorsport. We I want just a car that's faster I just see than the high forest. If Ricardo was in a Mercedes last year, he would have walked away with that championship. You reckon? Yeah. Oh, Lewis Hamil- Hamilton burn. 
<laughs> I can't he stand would. Lewis Hamilton. He just seems like a prick You're to me. You're not the only one. <laughs> Murray, do you like him or not? Hamilton? Yeah. Not really. Coast Football Motorsport. He's a bit of a Luke, Wayne. what do you reckon? Wayne Kerr. I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for the last question, we actually asked you a question. Uh, which do you do, fold or scrunch? Uh, we had 40, one, two, three, four. We had 47 folders and uh, 14 scrunches. So, folders. You're in the minority, else. Luke. I've still got a good five-a-side team you with all the, the boys. <laughs> um, we True. have been asking all the players, the owner, CEO, everyone that we've Paolo. spoken to, Paolo, if they scrunch a fold. And we're going to do a special podcast at the end of the year and uh, we'll let you know. <laughs> Be a messy the episode. Coast Football Scrunch or Fold. Rainbow. Right. Yeah. Uh, we still haven't finished our reviews, actually. MPL, uh, Northern Tigers nil, CCM three. Um, Premier League team getting their first win of the On season. On the board. Three points. Due. Three yes. points get in. Overdue. Congratulations, boys. Love it. Loving the MPL. Yep. Seriously, as, as, soon, as soon as the A-League season ends, the MPL's going into its, into like halfway through. So the football never stops, really. Yeah. So yeah. get... If you, we've said it before, but seriously, the MPL lads definitely deserve support. If you can get to Plume, definitely do it. Double from Lockie Wales. So Socceroos won all draw with Iraq. Tried to stay up, fell asleep. Wasn't the best game. Yeah, should have done better. Yeah, we bottled. We it. needed a win, and we didn't play very well either. No, that that new formation is really weird. And going to the team tonight, we st- stuck with the same formation. Yeah, um, the pitch was we'll worse Gavin Oval. It was atrocious. And the Allianz pitch tonight actually. Looks bad as well. It's no surprises. Shocking. Probably right. rather play in Iran. Anyway, um, CCM. CCM, we've got uh, St. George at home, 6pm Saturday night. So get down there. I'd be there if I wasn't Ben and the boys. The food's good. It's cheap. Get a chicken burger. The chicken burgers are great. There probably won't be fog because it's been all humid. Uh, what is it? It's been, it's all been all humidity. It's, yeah, that's <laughs> not the word, is it? It's been all humid and all of that stuff. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, fog this morning up my way. But as soon as it goes, in, as soon as it goes into like mid mid to late May, bring your woolies because it gets cold. If we get enough of us down, then we can have a big cuddle. You'd love it. <laughs> anyway, Socceroos versus UAE, which is about to start shortly. We're not going to bother. Well, you want to read out lineup? So Ryan's back in goals. Yes. Wright, Sainsbury, Dejanek, back three. Then Yedinak, Milligan in the middle. Smith on the left. Irvine, Troisi in the middle. Leckie on the right. And Urich up front. Yeah, that's an interesting formation, isn't it? Mm. No Cruz, thankfully. I'm glad Sainsbury's back terrible. in. Because Sainsbury's... For me, Sainsbury's our best centre-back. For by far. And this De- Dejanek guy still doesn't... I still don't really rate him that, that high. What about you? I think it's all right. I yeah, it's basically right. it. Yeah. <laughs> the handball in the handball in the Iraq game was a bit rough though. He yeah. should keep his hands off the ball tonight. Yeah. Those 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 Leave wide those wide fullback spots have always been an issue. So Smith is usually a left back, but he's playing left wing, so he'll probably get back and make it a back four. Um and have Deganap go over to the right to right back. So really it'd probably be a a four two three one. Which is probably what we'd is probably what's going to be played. Play to look out for is probably Omar Abdul Rahman. Oh, yeah, go the fro. Has he got? A He's throw? a great player. Yeah. Remember in the, in the Asian Cup, he was probably player of the tournament in yeah. the Asian Cup. I agree with that. Yeah, he had the best hair anyway. Has he got a, a good hair know, this time? He's, he's, he's lucky. He's like Osama Malik, except good. His club <laughs> asked him to cut it off because it wasn't with their 
you know, yeah. beliefs. Did he they, show them to get He brought in, in some um, yeah. haircut standard Is that in so? the yeah. UAE or whatever. And um, Asama Gayan was there, I think. Uh, and they told him to, that he had to, like, get rid of his haircut because he had, like, lines and all that sort of stuff through it. And he had to, like, give it the yeah. old... One so does he want to get away from that? Because we'd accept his hair at our club. Yeah, I know. I'd we love could, it. We, it's like yeah. North Koreans. You can only have like one of 16 haircuts, I think, women. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a list of haircuts you can have. Anyway, wow. acceptable stuff. Was that reviews? That was finishing up reviews. Well, anyway. Just to finish it off? No, I've got previews now. What about tips? Okay, go, go, go. Hurry up. Uh, you don't want me to tell you tell people that the current score is Josh on 51. It looks like he's left us for dead. Uh, Luke bringing up the rear on 42. Well, that's not much can revive his hopes. And Jimmy... It's not that bad. <laughs> Jimmy and I have tr- got the whip out and uh, we've... Uh, oh, I was tomorrow. Too, I was two behind, but I caught up two. Got the whip out. Um, yeah, what are we 45, about 45 each. So anyone who thinks that we know what we're talking about, you can just make your own arrangements on that because clearly we don't. We don't. Right, previews. Adelaide at home against Perth. Come on, Perth. <laughs> Basically. Do us a favour. Jesus Christ. Didn't last time Please. they played at, um, at Cooper's, Perth beat them like 4 5 nil. I swear that happened. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm going to tip Adelaide for this one. Oh, you traitor. Do you want us to finish last? No, I don't want to, but <laughs> I think... I don't know. I'm going to... I'll go draw. I'll just sit on the fence. Perth are prone to a bad game every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they definitely didn't look good against Sydney, uh, besides Castro. Uh, Adelaide will have Kruska back. I just need to pick odd things to get away from tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to go the draw, too. So am I. Draw. Right. Splinters in the bum. Jets at home against Wanderers. Come on, Wanderers. Wanderers. <laughs> April Fool's Day, by the way. Wanderers. Wanderers. Go, Wanderers. Come on, you. Oh, yeah. Did you just thing. say that? What? Please, Wanderers. Don't say go. Yeah, like I'm going to say Wanderers say, as well. All right, Wanderers, just, just do us a favour, mate. <laughs> Please. Wanderers, do us a favour, mate. Sydney at home against Melbourne City. <laughs> Well, if City play like they did, if City play like they did last week, they'll get smashed. Yeah, there's only one so for them. Sydney, they're shitty in every respect. And I think if Sydney win, they break the points record. It'd be bloody close to it. No, no, it'd be close. I think Raw's record is sixty three, but that was in an eleven team shorter season, wasn't it? It was a no, it was a longer season. Longer, longer season. season. Oh, that's what it was too. Yeah. I want Sydney to Sydney. win, win well, and then after the game, they need to interview Angry Kilkenny. Yes, please. And someone needs to two-foot Fornaroli. Oh, that's a bit rough, isn't it? Nah, right. nah right. it's a good. All right, one foot. So <laughs> <laughs> right down the back of the calf. Right, uh, victory at home against Phoenix. Victory. Victory. Oh, the Nux. Even though even though they won five nil, they're not they're not good enough to bet the victory. Nah, Jets are bad. Knicks are bad, just not as bad. Victory. Fantastic victory. summary there. Yep. Victory. That's victory? That, okay. That's that point of, your, point of the season. And then our game is at 7pm up in Brisbane. Brisbane at home against us. Please take it easy on us. <laughs> we have to tip us, don't well, we? We're tipping us. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Well, that's if we play the way we played against Sydney, I reckon we can get a draw. But if we play with the intensity that we played, or either play the way we played against Adelaide, then we'll be lucky to get out without three scored against us. Yeah, if we see any point of that second half from the weekend against Brisbane, we're just going to get punished. 
and we're going to get nothing out of it. And um, I think if you if you look at the run in, I think us and Adelaide, when you compare the teams, they're pretty similar. Sort of like you know, obviously we have to play victory, but I think Adelaide plays City. Um, but Adelaide's still crap. Don't smile at me, Aaron. I just laughed at City. <laughs> I know. I don't know. No, it's 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 hard. It's hard to pick the run in because, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. What, I don't know what this game's going to do. I really don't. That's the difference. Do you think he's going to mix up the formation this year? That this year we it could get there could be there's still a possibility of four spooners, isn't there? Is it four or is it just three? It's, I think it's just it's three. It's possible, but it's not going to happen. I think it might be three. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Brisbane on their day, they can definitely turn it on, and they can beat just about anyone, um, which is definitely the scary thing. And you know, I think if you saw, if anyone hung around for a while after the game on the weekend and saw the boys all around the bench and that, they just looked shattered, and rightly so. And they got absolutely sprayed in the dressing room after. Um, so now it's about how Paolo. And uh, the rest of the staff get the boys up because if they don't, then it potentially could wave a contract could, in front of them. Yeah, probably it could get ugly. It's about pride. Yep. Come on, boys! It's about yep. money. It is, but it's also about pride. We have been better than this, you know, better than we were last week. Why do you all bring it down again? What? Ah, oh, the mood. Because <laughs> it's the, the mood up. <laughs> when was that? You try and get it up if you want. The mood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you meant the mood I meant the mood <laughs> Anyway um, Morrow You and I met someone down in Sydney His name is Greg Travels from <clears throat> West Sydney Every single game Oh yeah Also he was talking about Maurizio He comes from southern Sydney Yeah These guys They're, they're travelling Jeez Travelling They've got a long travel Just for yeah. the home Haven't yeah. they Yeah So it was great to talk to you Greg um, These Josh and Luke walked off and I did I was pretty sad yeah, we spoke to him, so yeah. Oh, I was having a, I was having a pity party for one. I was, <laughs> he's a keen pod listener, Greg. I was, I was, I was mm. having an adult beverage. Anyway, uh, thank you to Sidelines for Plenty supporting us again. Um, Credit Troy's okay over there. Get down there and try their food. It's good. Um, that's it for this this week. One okay. cut. Didn't even make a cut. This is my last podcast. Thanks for listening to me ramble for no reason. When are you back? Uh, May. You're fired. So I'll, I'll either be fired or I'll be back next season. So I might do a postseason if, rant. If you want to put up a poll and say if you hate me or you, you don't mind me, then go for it. Vote. Definitely put a you could put a poll up. Vote for me to stay stay on or get fired. But it doesn't matter what the poll say because I'm coming back. <laughs> Looking on the bright side, you may have a start on us in the tips, but he's uh, going away and he hasn't made tips for the future games, so he's either going to send me a text or he's going to get the away team. So thank, thank you for listening. Good luck with that. We'll be back next week. Bye.